When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. In today's show, I'll be breaking down the latest Bitcoin technical analysis. Also, Van Eck launches their media campaign after claiming it would rather buy and hold BTC. We'll also be discussing the latest with the SEC's Bitcoin ETF update deadline today, Cash Create versus the in-kind, as well as the latest with ARK Invest kicking off their Bitcoin ETF amendment-a-thon ahead of the deadline. We'll also be discussing here's when Bitcoin can start to really take off, according to crypto investor Nick Carter, as well as ARK Invest CEO Kathy Wood expects the spot Bitcoin ETFs to boost the Bitcoin price significantly, exploding the price action. Also breaking news, Bitcoin asset is permissible for Islam, says the 90-year-old Salafist cleric from Saudi Arabia, confirming it. This is a big deal because there's over 2 billion Islamic people in this world. And Max Kaiser tweeted, 100%, the Saudis will make Michael Saylor look like a peanut. The $500 billion buy order triggering the God candle is a done deal. We'll also be taking a look at the overall crypto market. All this, plus so much more in today's show. Yo, what's good, crypto fam? This is first and foremost a video show. So if you want the full premium experience with video, visit my YouTube channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Again, that's CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Uh, this is pod episode number 1506. JV been going strong for five years each and every day. Uh, today is December 29th, 2023. Only two days left in the year. And uh, yeah, let's kick off uh, today's show with our market watch as we do each and every day. We got Bitcoin and many of the major cryptos currently pulling back and in the red. Uh, Bitcoin trading just above 42.2. We did touch 43 uh, earlier today, so expect more extreme volatility to the north and to the south. We have Ether uh, correcting down 1.5%, but still maintaining 2300 Solana breaking out again. Uh, it did touch $120 a couple of days ago, corrected back down under 100 and now we're back at 106 And as you can see, most of the major cryptos correcting and in the red. And to get a uh, monthly perspective. We can see Bitcoin still up almost 12% on the month. Ether up 13%, uh, BNB 37%. That's with the you know CEO stepping down and paying that multi-billion dollar fine to the Department of Justice. I mean, that's wild. Solana up 82%, Cardano up 57%, AVAX up 95%. Everything crushing pretty much in the top cryptos, except XRP, just a modest 2% gain on the monthly. And checking out coinmarketcap.com, we're sitting at a 1.65 trillion market cap with 70 billion in volume in the past 24 hours. Bitcoin dominance is 49.9% with the Ether dominance at 16. 
0.8%. And checking out the top 100 crypto gainers of the past 24 hours, we have SDI up 25%, trading above 58 cents, followed by Teller up 12%, trading at $242, followed by Cospa up 12%, trading just under 12 cents. Below that, we have Bonk, SV, and Axlar. Let me know which altcoins in particular you're most bullish on for this bull run. Let me know in the comments right down below. And checking out the crypto bubbles to get a visual perspective of the overall market. You can see the majority of the alts correcting and in the red, the ones in the green leading the pack, SEI, Cos, and Bonk, and Celestia, and Solana. And zooming out on the monthly, massive gainers, I'd say we've already experienced this alt season because multiple altcoins up multiple hundreds of percent. You got Sats up 500%, Bonk up over 200%, Ordi up 250%, Corgi, <laughs> these meme coins are going wild. 189%, BTT 157%, Osmo 130%, just insane gainers across the board. SEI 107%, uh, TIA, which is Celestia 97%, Injective 110%, OP 122%, just major gainers. And checking out the Crypto Greed and Fear Index, we're currently rated a 65 in greed. Yesterday a 73, last week a 74, and last month a 72 in greed. So there you have it, my crypto fam. How do you think we'll likely end uh, this year and this month of December? Let me know. Do you feel we'll likely climb north? Can we retest that local top at 44,750 and break it, smash 45? But now let's break down the latest Bitcoin technical analysis. We're just going to check out some of the technicals and what is happening right now. This is on TradingView. You can see Bitcoin uh, just sitting above 42,000 at the time of the stream. And you can see right now there's nine sell signals. Uh, there are 10 neutral and seven buy. And as far as oscillators are concerned, you should be able to see this on the left of your screen. There's only two sell signals, nine neutral and zero buy. And then as far as the moving averages are concerned, there's seven sell signals. There is one neutral and seven buy. So there you have it. And the buy signals are pretty much the exponential moving averages, the Akimoku and all that good stuff. Uh, and also I wanted to share, I watched this commercial this morning. It's Van Eck launching their media campaign after claiming it would rather buy and hold Bitcoin. Let me know if you saw the commercial. I shared it uh, this morning on X. They just joined the spot Bitcoin ETF commercial race. Here you go. Asset manager Van Eck, which has a pending app for their spot Bitcoin ETF with the United States SEC, has officially launched their pro crypto ad spot. Let me know your thoughts surrounding it in comparison to the others. So yeah, December 29th, Van Eck released its Born to Bitcoin video. And uh, later on Rumble for the uncensored version of the show, when I do the JV reacts, we'll be watching it in the flesh and I'll be re reacting to it live. It's only like maybe a 20 to 30 second commercial. So it's pretty short and sweet, but it's called Born to Bitcoin. Let me know if you guys saw it yet. Multiple asset managers with pending spot Bitcoin or Ether ETFs uh, apps with the SEC release similar ad spots. This is probably the fifth one we have seen thus far in the past week. And I think it's just getting started. I'm actually interested to see BlackRock's first commercial. I'm curious if they're going to hire Michael Saylor, maybe, or like an Al Pacino or Robert De Niro, you know it's going to be lit. Many online criticized Van Eck for the seemingly cheap quality of the ad spot, <laughs> given that the firm had more than $76 billion in assets under management as of September. They need to put me on their marketing team. I'll create a lit ad 
to say the least. The campaign featured a copy of the Buy Bitcoin sign, a fan held behind Janet Yellen <laughs> in 2017, but was largely silhouetted figure walking in front of a city skyline. The SEC has not approved the spot Bitcoin ETF yet, but as we all know, the experts are anticipating 99% approval here in the beginning of January, so we'll soon see. But anyways, we do got a lot to cover, so let's dive into our next story of the day and discuss what's on everyone's mind right now. Bitcoin ETFs. Let's go. So yeah, the headline reads, the SEC's Bitcoin ETF update deadline is today. We got Cash Crate versus the in-kind. There you go. As the crypto community awaits the potential approval of the spot ETFs in the US in January, today marks a significant deadline. The US SEC said last week that the spot Bitcoin ETF apps must file their final S1 amendments by December 29th, which is today. The regulator also required them to sign an agreement with the authorized participant and sort out the cash crate redemption model, which it favors, which ultimately means fiat in, fiat out while you get the IOU version of their Bitcoin. <laughs> Now, the deadline means that on December 29th, the community will likely find out which spot Bitcoin ETF filers out of the 14 could be the first wave of potential spot Bitcoin ETF approvals, which is largely expected in early January, potentially within the next week to two weeks. According to Bloomberg senior ETF analyst Eric Balchunas, many ETF apps have updated their filings with the cash crate redemption model. And as of December 22nd, seven applicants have had their filings fixed to cash create, while the other seven included both cash crate and in-kind models in their registration uh, statements. You can see them all listed here from Grayscale, ARC21, iShares, which is ultimately BlackRock, Bitwise, VanEck, Wisdom Tree, Invesco, uh, Wise Origin, Valkyrie, GlobalX, Hashtag, Franklin, Bitcoin, and Pando, as well as uh, 7RCC. Now, most existing ETFs involve the in-kind creation, meaning that when their intermediaries want to make new ETF shares, they give firms like BlackRock funds using actual assets like Bitcoin. Now, uh, quoting Balchunas here, and that's how 90% of ETFs work is in-kind. Only 10% are cash, according to uh, Balchunas. The reason the SEC wants the cash model for spot Bitcoin ETFs is that they want to minimize the number of intermediaries that have access to the actual Bitcoin in the redemption and offering process According to the ETF analysts, they don't like the idea of broker dealers who are the intermediaries touching Bitcoin. Many were going to create unregistered subsidiaries to act in place of the actual broker dealers, but the SEC just didn't want it. The SEC wanted to close the loop a little more, according to Balchunas, mentioning that he has also heard of regulators being worried about money laundering. As if JP Morgan Chase didn't pay $38 billion in fines for money laundering and spoofing precious metal markets. But I digress. Quoting him here, if the only people messing with the actual Bitcoin are BlackRock and Coinbase, it's a little more controllable of what Bitcoin you have. They just want a more closed system with fewer intermediaries touching the actual Bitcoin. Very interesting, fam. Uh, now, in addition to the cash crate preference, DTEF applicants must have determined the AP by today. Like I said, today is the due date. The last I heard, there aren't many agreements signed yet, and I think most of them will get signed, according to Bal Chunas. Probably going to be the APs for everybody and are trading giants uh, Jane Street and Virtue Financial. In their most recent spot Bitcoin ETF amendment filed December 28th, we had ARK and 21 shares. They did not specify the name of the AP. AP mentioned a ton 
but not named. Assuming that will probably come in the very final effective update just before the launch, we can still see we don't know if they have signed an agreement. So there you have it. I also like to throw out there that Max Kaiser says that El Salvador is going to be launching their own Bitcoin spot ETF product that will be Bitcoin in and Bitcoin out, unlike all the other ETFs for Bitcoin currently awaiting the approval in the United States. We also have competition. We call that the game theory. Hong Kong also accepting applicants now for their ETFs. So let's freaking go. We all know competition is a beautiful thing. There's also rumors out of the Middle East. The oil money could be launching ETFs as well. Maybe Abu Dhabi, maybe Dubai, uh, maybe Saudi Arabia, maybe Qatar. But hey, it's a sign of the time. So let's go. The chat is lit and I'm having a lot of fun. Let's dive into our next story of the day and discuss the latest with ARK Invest, who just amended their uh, application with the SEC for their spot Bitcoin ETF. You can see the headline, ARK Invest kicks off their Bitcoin ETF amendment-a-thon ahead of the deadline. And uh, yeah, shout out Kathy Wood. ARK Invest has become the first to file its final Form S1 amendment for its proposed spot Bitcoin ETF ahead of the reported US SEC imposed deadline, understood as a requirement to be considered in the first wave of decisions, January a week out. And according to the earlier report, officials from the SEC met with representatives of at least seven of the firms December 21st, setting a deadline for applicants to file their final S-1 amendments by today, uh, December 29th. Regulators reportedly told attendees at the meetings that any issuer that don't meet the deadline will not be a part of the first wave of potential spot Bitcoin ETF approvals early January. And according to the SEC filing, ARK Invest filed the amendment to the S-1 registration statement for its ARK 21 shares Bitcoin ETF late December 28th. Bloomberg ETF analyst uh, Mr. Balchunas said the amendment was centered around authorized participants. On December 19th, ARK revised its app with the change to the cash creations and redemptions for shares in its fund. This was in line with other issuers who had to bend the knee to cash creations. Quoting Balchunas here on X, ARK kicks off the S1 amendment-a-thon ahead of the pack as usual. Unclear yet what was changed, though. AP mentioned a ton but not named, assuming that will probably come in the very final effective update just prior to the launch. But we still don't know if they have signed the agreement. And fellow analyst Safart said earlier that he was surprised not to have seen any amended Bitcoin ETF filings yet. Balchunas commented that others may wait until the last minute because they don't want to show their competitors the amendments. Interesting. Again, game theory in full effect. More than a dozen firms are vying for the approved spot Bitcoin ETF with more amended S1 filings expected to be submitted in the coming 24 hours. And uh, remarking on the flurry of activity leading up to the anticipated launch of spot Bitcoin ETFs in January, we had ETF store president Nate Garassi share the following. I love the fact that this saga is forcing more TradeFi investors to learn more about crypto and more crypto investors to learn about ETF rap. That is the bridge. Crypto isn't going away. So there you have it, my crypto fam. Let me know which uh, ETF apps do you think will uh, be approved in the first batch? Do you think likely all of them? I think there's like 14 of them right now. Or do you think it'll just be a handful? Uh, let me know. I think BlackRock will definitely be in there. I think ARC21 will be in there. I think Grayscale uh, basically getting the approval to convert their GBTC product into the Bitcoin spot ETF will be likely. But I'd love to know your thoughts. And let's dive into our next story of the day. We still got a lot to cover. We're going to be discussing the latest from, oh, we already did ARC Invest. So let's discuss the 2024 bull run right around the corner. This is the latest from actually Nick. Carter. Uh, Castle Island Ventures founding partner and Coinmetrics co-founder Nick Carter is predicting when Bitcoin can start. 
soaring again. In a new Bloomberg TV interview, uh, Carter says he believes Bitcoin will take off in price months after the possible approval of the spot Bitcoin ETF in the U.S., quoting him here. Well, of course, there's tax selling potentially to end the year here, and we have seen the market give up some of those gains in recent days. But just fundamentally, it's about the expectations versus the catalyst. And the market at this point thoroughly expects the ETF. And I think the big rally we have seen from the 20s to low 30s into the mid 40s for Bitcoin, I think that's almost entirely ETF based. And so on day of the potential Bitcoin ETF approval, there might be a bit of pop, but I think the effect might be muted. Where I expect to see the price developing in the medium term, that's where I am excited. That's when I think you see the RIAs, which are the registered investment advisors, and other kinds of financial entities that previously weren't able to necessarily recommend Bitcoin to their clients get the ability to do that with the ETFs. I think we'll be seeing a marketing rampage from the big ETF sponsor, some of the largest financial institutions in the world. And that's when I think this thing really takes off as we enter and uh, throughout 2024. Uh, Carter also says he expects the approval of the spot Bitcoin ETF to be on January 8th. So there you have it. January 8th, he says he feels it's going to get the approval. And he believes the ETFs will have a much greater impact on Bitcoin's value than the April 2024 Bitcoin halving event when the miners' rewards are cut in half, reducing the new supply of BTC. Quoting him again, the market is almost certain at this point that we will be getting an ETF in the coming days. Most analysts think it is likely to come before January 10th. I think it is likely to come on the 8th. So the near-term price certainly reflects that expectation. So we may even see a new selling event here. However, over the medium term, the ETF unlocks whole new classes of capital that otherwise wouldn't be able to enter the market and that haven't been able to allocate to Bitcoin. So I think you'll see a structural flow that will be positive for Bitcoin. The having I am probably less constructive on. I think it makes a very marginal difference. You're only seeing a small effect on supply in terms of the marginal supply creation. So the having is, I would say, less of an exciting development. So there you have it, uh, coming directly from Nick Carter. And to watch this interview he did, check the show notes below the video in the description. And also, I'm going to be doing a JV Reacts to it after the YouTube stream ends over on Rumble. It's about a 12-minute interview and it's pretty insightful. So I'll be reacting to that live here in a little bit. So there you have it. Let me know if you agree or disagree with his prediction that we're likely to get this Bitcoin spot ETF approval on January 8th. I appreciate that family. But anyways, fam, let's dive into the latest from Kathy Wood. She was recently interviewed, and then we'll discuss the latest with Saudi Arabia and the rumors of this God candle coming, 100K candle, and a single uptick, the latest updates from Max Kaiser and breaking news now that the Islamic people have the go-ahead from this legend in their community uh, saying, yeah, we accept Bitcoin. Bitcoin is good. And now there's over 2 billion Islamic people on this planet. So this is a pretty big deal. And yeah, happy Kwanzaa as well. So uh, here's the latest from uh, Kathy Wood. The headline reads, ARK Invest CEO Kathy Wood expects spot Bitcoin ETFs to boost the price significantly. That's right. The CEO of ARK Invest, Kathy Wood, shared her perspective regarding spot Bitcoin ETFs in an interview with Yahoo Finance on Tuesday. ARK Invest is among the applicants seeking approval from the US SEC to launch their spot Bitcoin ETF. The deadline for the securities regulator make a decision on whether to approve or deny ARK's app 
is January 10th. Now, commenting on the SEC's attitude regarding the spot ETFs, here's what Wood opined. Something did change within the last month to six weeks. After being denied several times by the SEC, without hearing from anyone at the SEC, we and others we know have gotten questions from the SEC. Very thoughtful, detailed, technical questions. That is a very positive move. And it is not just one set of questions, it's follow-up questions. That is really good. The ARK Invest executive continued, now you ask if the SEC is data-driven. We have had the opportunity, as many others have, to meet a number of the research people within the SEC focused on crypto assets or digital assets. We have found them to be extremely thoughtful, extremely knowledgeable, and actually a great source of comfort, frankly, because we don't want to spot Bitcoin ETF to get the green light if there are any uncertainties that the SEC may have and continuing. So I think we're answering those uncertainties one by one. Each of the filers for the Spot Bitcoin ETF, and I think the dialogues are very positive. I think the outlook is bright for the Spot Bitcoin ETF. In addition, would express that she believes the SEC will approve multiple Spot Bitcoin ETF apps in January. Quitting her again, we do think it'll be in January. Famous last words, don't say or don't want to say we know anything because we don't, but it is just the actions of the SEC that are leading us to that conclusion. The SEC is currently considering 13 spot Bitcoin ETF approvals. The regulator met with several issuers many times over the past few weeks, including BlackRock, Fidelity, Grayscale, and the list goes on. So again, when do you feel we're likely to get this approval? Do you think January 8th, January 10th? Let me know your thoughts. And regarding the impact the ETS will have on the Bitcoin price action, here's what she shared. Well, in the very short term, because of the big move we have had and its anticipatory move based on the expectation that the spot ETF will be approved, one or more, and it is probably more, there are going to be big anticipatory move. So those who have been moving in and enjoying some nice profits will probably quote, unquote, sell the news. That's an expression that traders use. So you anticipate the event, bid up the price, and then sell the news. And she continued, what we think is going to happen here is that the SEC is going to be given Bitcoin, a spot Bitcoin ETF, the green light for institutional investors to participate. I think a lot of the institutions have been uh, reticent before the SEC approves the spot Bitcoin ETF to do very much at all in the crypto asset world. And here's what she added. All we need is for the trillions of dollars in institutional assets out there to allocate maybe 0.1 or 0.2% to the ETF, which will be one of the easiest ways to gain exposure to one of the most efficient ways to gain exposure to Bitcoin. That will move the price significantly. Now, theoretically, what if they put 1% or 2% versus only 0.1% or 0.2%? Or what if they put 5%? You do the math. Now, she also said, and just for some perspective, right now we're at 19 and a half million Bitcoin outstanding. The system is mathematically metered to stop at 21 million units. So scarcity value is beginning to have an impact, especially because as we look at the long-term hodlers, those hodling and not moving Bitcoin for one year, those are up to 15 million units or 15 million BTC. So there you have it my crypto fam. Now for our featured story of the day. Bitcoin asset is permissible for Islam. This is major news. In fact, let me share my screen with you here. Here's the headline. Bitcoin asset permissible for Islam. The 90-year-old Salafist cleric from Saudi Arabia confirms it. Now off the back of this news, Max Kaiser made the following tweet. 100%. The Saudis will make Michael Saylor look like a peanut, a $500 billion 
dollar buy order triggering a god candle is a done deal. So Saudi money coming into Bitcoin. Let's go. He also made some recent tweets. These two are teaming up to make Larry Fink, aka BlackRock, and Michael Saylor look like peanuts <laughs> with a buy order of one million Bitcoin and a one hundred thousand dollar god candle. Send it and let's freaking go. I mean, I can't wait. Uh, he also tweeted, source, these two Arab guys or Arab guys are burying the hatchet and teamed up to make an all-time or an all-Bitcoin offer for MicroStrategy. So clearly, Max has some insights here. He's been making a ton of posts regarding all of this. He also uh, tweeted here, which U.S. Bitcoin will get bought out by Arab investors first? Will it be Riot, Marathon, Hut? or BITF. These are the different uh, Bitcoin miners. He also uh, tweeted, uh, Bitcoin is exiting the exchanges as trust in the global markets and fiat money system collapses in the face of historic debt to GDP, ratios crippling so-called advanced economies like the US. Storing wealth in unconfiscatable perfect money Bitcoin is now understood by the world's wealthy as their only chance to survive the new greatest depression. Very powerful words. And I'm also going to be sharing some more tweets, which he recently shared regarding the God candle, which is a $100,000 uptick, which he says is now in play. But first, I want to read this story because Islam, they have over 2 billion people on the planet who are Islamic. So this is a pretty big deal because now they have permission to invest into Bitcoin. This is major. Amongst the latest news regarding Bitcoin, it has emerged that the 90-year-old Salafist cleric, and my apologies if I'm pronouncing that wrong, no disrespect, but it's my first time seeing some of these words, from Saudi Arabia, has written a fatwa confirming that the asset is now permissible for Islam. In the past, the belief was different, but apparently the situation has changed. Let's freaking go. This is a major deal, clearly, and you can see it here. Uh, maybe I can read this for you. It looks like it's transcribed uh, into English. What do you say about dealing with what is known as the digital currency Bitcoin? Here's what it says, and I'm going to read it to you because this is a big deal. Like I said, over 2 billion Islamics in the world, which now have permission to buy Bitcoin. Uh, a, praise be to God. And I know it's going to be hard to read, so just listen to me here because I know it's small on your screen. And may God's blessing and peace be upon our prophet Muhammad. As for what follows, the question was presented to me before, and I have stopped at the ruling on dealing in digital currency because of the evils mentioned about dealing in this currency, such as deception and an ignorance. But now I say that it is permissible. These evils are not among the necessary of dealing with the currency, meaning that these evils are present in all forms of transactions with the currency, and this is not the case. And in that the case, the ruling uh, revolves around its cause. So whatever forms of transactions include legitimate evils, the ruling is not hidden, which is prohibition. And what does not? Know as the case with dealing with other currencies. And what makes it more likely to say that it is permissible, in my opinion, is that as long as this currency has a cover from the one who issued it, it is acceptable. Because then they resemble checks issued with dividend amounts on a balance in a known account. What is in the check is worth to everyone who holds it. These checks then resemble the approved currency, but the checks are not in danger of being lost because it is not dis dispersed uh, except to those who have been given the order to request what is in it. Digital currency is similar to checks in one way, 
and similar to cash, approved by, and it says, as the experts mentioned, if this digital currency is expanded in issuance, countries must be forced to consider and adopt it. And I do not know whether everyone who issues something of this type will have their name on the units of the currency they issued. Obviously, the source must be known because trust in it depends on trust in its source, as it is the case of all other currencies. And accordingly, the same rulings apply to that apply to current currencies, such as paper money. Usury is forbidden, and the hand of the thief is cut off. Its owner becomes rich. It is inherited from him, and a zakat is required, although... It differs in the nature of the method of the dealing in it. So there you have it. And this is coming directly from this 90-year-old Saudi Salafic cleric who wrote this uh, regarding Bitcoin. So they now all have permission to invest into Bitcoin. And continuing on with the story, the text begins by stating that in the past, the request to make Bitcoin acceptable for Islam had been declined, but now there has been a change of opinion regarding it. And indeed, the 90-year-old Salafist cleric from Saudi Arabia wanted to emphasize how the judgment has changed as he has now sees Bitcoin transactions in any other currency where the evils are not hidden and it is clear what is prohibited and what is not. Specifically, here's what it said about the choice to make Bitcoin permissible for Islam, as you can see highlighted here on your screen. What makes it more likely to say that it is permissible, in my opinion, is as long as this currency is backed by those who issued it, it is acceptable because then they resemble checks issued with amounts uh, divided on the current account balance. So there you have it. So in practice, for the Salafist cleric, Bitcoin is similar to checks from one point of view and approved cash from the other. And in fact, similar to a check because it is valid for those who hold it and because it is only issued to those who have received the order to request what it contains. So Islam accepts Bitcoin trustless asset. Continuing in the fatwa, the Salafist cleric from Saudi Arabia then wanted to talk about the adoption of Bitcoin, stating that experts see an expansion in its adoption. And in such cases, all countries are forced to consider Bitcoin and even adopt crypto without knowing who issues them. In this regard, uh, the cleric from Saudi Arabia then spoke about trust as it is from there that all the other rules that apply to current currencies, such as paper money, would then start. Quoting him again, which you can see highlighted here, Obviously, the source must be known because trust in it depends on the trust in its source, and as is the case with all other currencies. And therefore, the same rules that apply to current currencies, such as paper money, apply to it. Usury is prohibited. The hand of the thief is cut off. Its owner becomes rich. It is inherited by him, and a zakat is required. Although its nature and management methods are different from those of traditional currency, God knows well what to do. So there you have it. God knows well what to do. Preach. Now, other recent headlines. Qatar Sovereign Wealth Fund is considering investing $500 billion into Bitcoin. So it's not just Saudi Arabia. We also have Qatar and many other nation states over in the Middle East. Now, here is the tweet he shared back on December 3rd. Max Kaiser, the God Candle, $100,000 uptick in Bitcoin is in play. It'll shift the global axis of wealth and power in a single tick. I have one word for you. 100,000 Bitcoin God Candle fans, Qatar. The rumors are getting very loud on this. Their sovereign wealth Wealth Fund rumored to be looking to buy a half a trillion dollars worth of Bitcoin. And you can see the photos of the Emir of Qatar over in El Salvador with Najib Bukele. And he shared an update here. To add clarity, my source said, Bitcoin makes our half a trillion dollar sovereign wealth fund effectively worthless. We should just convert all of it into Bitcoin. Preach. He also shared this tweet. Uh, the KSA in Qatar about to drop a trillion dollars into Bitcoin. That was off the back of this major news. The world's largest oil company, Saudi, 
Emerco partners with the Japanese finance giant SBI Holdings to explore investing into digital assets. Why is this a big deal? Well, it's the world's largest oil company with the largest bank in Japan partnering. So clearly they're getting into digital assets. And my question for you, family, what's the number one digital asset in the world? That's right. There is no second best. We all know it's Bitcoin. We all know Bitcoin adoption is coming. This is what Max Kaiser has been calling, and this is the Bitcoin game theory in full effect. So what are your thoughts surrounding these big announcements regarding the Saudis making Sailor look like a peanut and a $500 billion buy order triggering a God candle already being a done deal? Let me know your thoughts in the comments right down below. So there we go. And don't forget to check out CryptoNewsAlerts.net for the full premium experience with video and to participate in our live Q&A. And I look forward to seeing you on tomorrow's episode. HODL.